0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Two Worlds podcast. I'm Jake, and with me, as always, is the Gilbert Godfrey to my Comedy Central roast. It's Casey. What's up,
1: dude? Not much, man. I was going to do like a really just like screaming impression, but I'm like, ah, no one needs that. <laughs> really glad that you didn't.
0: <laughs> but RIP to Gilbert.
1: Yeah, there. it's kind of funny. There's a uh, fitness YouTuber I watch. His name's uh, Greg Doucette. And he sounds like Gilbert Godfrey. Like when you just close your eyes, you're like, oh yeah, he s- sounds like Gilbert Godfrey. And this other fitness YouTuber did a Gilbert Godfrey cameo and had Gilbert make fun fun of Greg basically, and sent it to Greg. So it's like he's doing Greg's crap as Gilbert because Greg's kind of like over the he over tops you know over the top his voice to kind of get more views. So it's like he's doing a Gilbert impression, basically. So that's Gilbert doing a Greg. It is pretty <laughs> funny.
0: <laughs> it's a very funny man. Very funny man. Uh, but yeah. So before we get started, we did have a YouTube comment uh, from last week. So I want to read that. Uh, this was from our good friend Preston, who's chimed in before. And this was in regards to. Uh, birthday presents for me so he said the best gift for jake would be a cameo uh from james mcleod and i i would love that just the choppy animation but the actual voice actor wishing him a happy birthday if you want to go comic lore then i would say thor would give him a drink like the one that knocks stan lee out which would also be fine with me uh he said also the the nightwing dump truck was already mentioned and is the true answer so thank you preston appreciate it um so yeah we'll get into the news and i'll start off with a small one uh that happened today casey did you see the thor love and thunder trailer
1: i did i'll be honest too because i already know you're probably not the most hyped on it i was underwhelmed what about you man
0: I mean, there, there's no room for me to be whelmed in any manner. <laughs> um, well,
1: the, the, the big problem is they let it sit so long without giving us a trailer, and then they do the big reveal. We've seen it all. Because you've been, like, you know, not giving us a trailer for... Like, this should have came out in, like, January, and then maybe seeing Jane Thor would have been cool, but now it's like we've seen the promo image, we've seen the toys guess what it looks like the promo image and the toys so it's nothing surprising there so yeah it just didn't do much for me it was just kind of like a few funny jokes and then like cool music but it is a teaser so you know i'm just not teased too well i don't think
0: yeah i mean i think i think it looked like ragnarok you know him him doing the rope with the big you know chains and and all that I'm sure we'll get some workout montage that's hilarious of him losing his way. I'll say this Thor himself looks awesome, yeah, like the the best everything's cool,
1: and honestly though not, this is no workout montage is ever silly. they're all awesome, even like balls of fury when he's learning to be a better you know better at his old uh ping pong it's still awesome because montages are just great
0: yeah i i'll say i I wasn't that impressed with how jane thor
1: looked i mean i, I thought it looked fine you know i mean it just like it looked like the comic book and it looked like the toy you know like what what about it didn't impress you just so you didn't think jane was beefy enough Cause I didn't get a well, good not, enough look to, to no, look I didn't, at the beef.
0: Uh, right. I didn't either. Um, well, you really just get like the helmet and I just, I don't know. It just looked like it maybe didn't fit super well, but yeah. you know, we we get like two seconds of it. So maybe it'll be better in the movie,
1: but I, I stand behind. They shouldn't have got a uh, old uh, Nellie Portman. They should have I mean, got old. Uh, I, think it, her, I think her name's Brooke Entz. I mean, She just looks... I mean, she's juiced to the gills, but she looks like a female Thor.
0: Well, and Natalie just didn't deserve it after shitting all over it, so... Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah. Your turn, buddy.
1: While we're on the subject of trailers, I'll mention the old um, Shin Ultraman. We got a new Shin Ultraman trailer. We got, like... It seemed almost like two, because, like, one person reported on it, and then, like, Couple days later, the other one's like, "We got another new one, but they're not that different, so it's not you know, but it's just a lot of Japanese talking, so I, you don't really know what's going on." But you get to see some Shin, you know, some Shin Ultraman stuff. Like the special effects look pretty cool, but also kind of cheesy at the same time. Like because I think that's the feel they're going for. It's not like a Shin Godzilla where it's going to be, you know, very serious. I think this one's going to be kind of more on the hokey side, which I'm fine with it looks pretty great did you watch it uh, No, i didn't i think i mean if you get a f- any free time at the shop i'd say check it out because i think you would still like even though you're not like the biggest tokusatsu guy i think you'd still be like this actually looks pretty cool
0: oh dude i think almost all of it looks cool it's just a matter of you know <laughs> getting into every like a whole other thing
1: yeah like that's that's the nice part about this shin related stuff is it's kind of like standalone. So if you are the type of person that's like, I've always wanted to get an Ultraman or Godzilla or whatever, you know, like this is kind of like the gateway drug into that, I think. <laughs> yeah. So if like if you leave there going, I didn't really like that, probably wouldn't really, you know, odds are you wouldn't like the other. So
0: Right. Okay. Um keeping up with like show stuff. We have uh we have our Wonder Twins casted, Casey. In K.J. Appa and Isabel May, I think K.J. Appa was Archie in the Riverdale show. Okay. Um, but Isabel May, I'm not familiar with.
1: I mean, I didn't watch enough of the Riverdale, but as far as the dudes look, I can see it. I didn't know Riverdale was uh dunzo, though. I thought that was still going on.
0: <laughs> it could be. I, I have no idea. <laughs> I've never watched
1: it. Yeah. I watched a little with Brie. That was about it. So uh, this was like a little brief thing. I don't know if this is going to affect you at all as a shop owner, but Savage Avengers has been pushed back to May 11th. I was like, I'm actually kind of excited about this book. So that's disappointing. The team's
0: awesome.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's the same thing. Like the other team was awesome too. And it's really just like Conan and Marvel. Like that's his book, you know, but yeah i'm i'm pretty interested i think it'd be fun if they also you know introduced the predators and uh alien into it too like that's how they just inter, you know toss them into like might oh, as damn. well conan <laughs> and black
0: knight and all the like cloak and dagger fighting predators would be so awesome right <laughs> <sighs> that could be the we don't know what to do with these things
1: we own book yeah like anti-venoms there like flash anti-venom which it's like that's wonderful like right. this, it's <laughs> like the new the new book of just characters that they're like we own them might as well use them right <laughs> well keeping up
0: with bad news in comics we had uh we had some cancels that popped up this week Uh, And they're all together, so I'll just go through all these here. Um, So the first one DC canceled was the Ezra Miller Flash movie prequel comic. Um, So I don't know what that says for the movie, but that's done. Uh, Any thoughts on that?
1: Nothing yet, because it's like, just because that's been canceled, it might not have anything really to do with the movie, might have a lot to do because like the discovery merger happened you know so it's like it very well could just be crap going on internally that has nothing to do with anything else i'm just going we don't need this because no one reads that stuff you know right uh
0: so the next one then uh is aquaman uh, so They i they they claimed that, that it was always going to be six issues and that they they didn't want to solicit it that way because then people wouldn't have picked it up.
1: Whether that's true or not, who knows. But I, I could see that being true too, though, with the all of the stuff going on with Justice League now being like, they're all going to die. So, you know, this is kind of like them just giving it to Jackson, being the new Aquaman type thing. I, I can, that checks out to me. Right.
0: And then... This last one is that Tom King Dangerous Street series, which is where he was going to use like all those C and D list characters in that twelve issue series. I think this will still happen um, because it's Tom King; they'll let mm-hmm. him do this eventually. It's probably just getting delayed.
1: Yeah, that that one that's the shocking one of the bunch because I w- didn't see that coming. Yeah. All right. So since you mentioned old Ezra. This is going to be Ezra news. We need, I need like to come up with a a dumb little thing for Ezra watch 2022. (laughs) But so some news broke out about them that the people whose house he broke into that were filing a restraining order have dropped all charges. Interesting. So there's some conspiracy nuts that are like, honestly, very far Zack Snyder fanboys to the point where even if Ezra like murdered somebody and like had blood on their hands and they were like, oh, I did it, me, Ezra Miller, they'd be like, that's Warner Brothers, really. <laughs> you know, like they, they cannot, you know, see any of these people doing any wrong, but they were like, Warner Brothers could have been paying these people off to, you know, say this stuff about Ezra to make Zack look bad, but it's like, if anything, Warner Brothers would pay them off to drop the charges to make Ezra look better because they have a lot of money in Ezra.
0: Yeah.
1: You know. So that's I that's what I'm kind of leaning to is like they got a nice lot of cash to drop everything.
0: Right. I mean, I think that makes the most sense. They they finished this movie, they want to put it out, so let's make them look as good as we can.
1: Yep. Yeah. Or or maybe heck, maybe Ezra just came to them and was like, hey i messed up i apologize and they're like no harm no foul just pay for our legal fees and we'll call it good deal and then they just went about their ways maybe that's what happened maybe
0: um so this this was whatever but it, it deals with the industry so dan didio is going to be running frank miller's new publishing business um i don't really have any other info on that i assume it's comics maybe it's mixed media stuff, who knows, but uh, good for Dan, good for Frank, I
1: guess. I mean, I'm just going to say this. Dan did a lot of things very poorly with DC. I wouldn't have him be the head of anything. Uh, um,
0: I'm sure he and Frank were buddies. Dan let yeah. him do you know, more Dark Knight stuff and whatever. So
1: Yeah. And then like <laughs> and the in frank's thing it's going to everyone's going to get rebooted and they're going to you know i don't know do other stupid stuff and it's just like frank's gonna be like what are you
0: doing <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay so this was this is moderately interesting and if anyone's like oh clamoring to hear the rest of the creative teams I'll look it up really quick but kevin conroy is writing a story for dc's upcoming pride comic it's going to be called finding batman and then we also You know, we got the rest of the lineup. Most of them I wasn't overly interested in, but I I wrote down two names that I'm like, "Oh, I might have to get this because it's Devin Grayson and Alyssa Wong will both be in it. I love both of them, so that's like I might have to check that out. Unless it's like ten dollars, because it's still an anthology book. It it will
0: be. It will be hands down.
1: If it's if it's a slow week for sure, but (laughs) it, it does annoy me that Kevin like. I love Kevin Conroy, but the fact that he gets a, a story in this and he's never written a day before, it's like maybe give it to another creator, but this is the
0: place for that to happen though. They're not going to give Kevin Conroy a full six issue mini. They'll let him have this one little snippet in here.
1: Yeah, that's true. But still it's like, there's plenty of, I mean, I'm assuming there's plenty of queer creators that normally can't get it through the door. And then, you know, the most iconic Batman, he just automatically gets to because he's the most iconic Batman. And also, is it about Batman? I mean, I'm assuming I'm I'm gonna bet since it's called Finding Batman, it's probably like a little bit about him. Kind of like how that one story was about um, Danny O'Neill, like his son, and you know, like when Danny O'Neill's death. I'm I that's what I'm assuming since it's called like I said, Finding Batman is probably him dealing with all of his traumas that he cuz i was listening to him on a podcast one time talking it's like boy i never would have guessed you had such a rough time bud <laughs> right
0: okay uh yes yeah, so i was looking at the upcoming dc solicitations for july that just dropped and there were a couple titles that i want to talk about um the first one is Batman, the white knight presents red hood, which I think is interesting that Sean Murphy is just like getting this whole, uh, you know, white knight universe. It's pretty cool. And. You know, his art is so good that all of it just looks awesome. I I need to read that one of these days, mm-hmm. but, uh, but anyway, then the other two, one is called DC Mech, and. That one's written by Kenny Porter and art by Baldemar Rivas. And that is, at the end of World War II, Earth was invaded by giant mechanized parademons from a planet called Apocalypse. Earth's protectors, the Justice Society of America, were devastated. And with them, the age of superheroes came to an end while the era of the Mech began. In the ensuing years, the world has stockpiled colossal battle suits piloted by elite warriors waiting for the day Apocalypse returns. But when Cal L, the last son of a dying world, crash lands in Metropolis with his own war suit, he'll face down two of Earth's finest mech fighters, the Flash and Batman. So, there's that one. Sound, hmm. sound neat to you? Sounds interesting, yeah. And then the other one I wanted to mention was Superman Space Age. And this is written by Mark Russell of One Star Squadron fame. And the art is done by Mike Allred. So that sounds like a match made in heaven. This says, meet Clark Kent, a young reporter who just learned that the world will soon come to an end. In parentheses, crisis on infinite Earths. And there is nothing he can do to save it. Sounds like a job for his alter ego, Superman. After years of standing idle, the young man from Krypton defies the wishes of his fathers to come out to the world as the first superhero of the space age. As each decade passes and each new danger emerges, he wonders if this is the one that will kill him and everyone he loves. Superman realizes that even good intentions are not without their backlash as the world around him transforms into a place as determined to destroy itself as he is to save it.
1: I'd be all about that. I mean, as soon as you said that creative team, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you you won me (laughs) over.
0: Yeah, it should be cool. So, uh, yeah, I thought it sounded neat and I thought all of you should hear it, too
1: okay so we are getting not just you and me but like the comic book world as a whole are getting new creative team on detective comics and i'm pretty excited about this uh, it's ramby and Raphael albuquerque and then cy spirit is doing the backup stories and oh man super cool um it was kind of funny because he before he announced that it was gonna be detective comics he just was saying you know he just like posted this all a teaser and everyone was complaining because it's just looked like he was going to get just to do a new Batman book. And so everyone's like, oh, of course he, you know, you just get another Batman book and all this stuff. And it's like, if Ram V's has gotten to the point now, if he wants to do a Batman book, he just gets to do a Batman book. That's going to make money. Yeah. You know, I mean like there's, there's cause people are complaining. Cause like, we're going to get to the round robin and like these these things in the round robin these creators and the the things they're trying to create won't make near as much money as a batman book or a V book or a V batman book it's just common sense right
0: <laughs> now i'm very happy for him he totally deserves this and uh he got one of the best artists to ever do it to work with him so yeah. i cannot so... wait to read this
1: yeah it's it's so awesome and i'm like i'm really hoping psy Is great in the backup. I'm hoping. I'm because, like, this despite Black Knight, I think he can still be. I know, I know your expectations are at like a negative three, but there's still goodwill for him out there. So I'm like, I'm hoping it, you know, from this backup, he starts building up his reputation with you now.
0: I mean, I'll, since I'll have it, I'll try the first one. But if it's bad, then I'm. I'll do like I've done with the punchline one and just yeah. not read it. So,
1: yeah. My favorite uh, thing about the punchline one is like everyone, you're like, I didn't read it. I didn't read it. Then, like, randomly, you're like, actually, I read it. I didn't like it because I didn't know what was going on.
0: <laughs> you know, sometimes I get a wild hair and yeah. <laughs> I just want to read it. Uh, I've just got one more
1: thing. Okay. So.
0: Let's see. You want to do the the round robin stuff last?
1: I was gonna do the round robin stuff last. Yeah, I got some okay. s- this really stupid one that I'm like genuinely so hyped for. I've never played a Call of Duty game except for like one of the really early ones. But there's gonna be a Call of Duty Godzilla crossover. And I kind to open up the link now because like there's they have a whole trailer and stuff. It's uh it's like basically I'll find the thing because it's Here's the here's the synopsis. Call of Duty ha, uh has announced then launched gameplay trailer for the their Latest season of classified arms cinematic for Call of Duty Vanguard and Warzone. I don't know what any of this means. Call of Duty Warzone <laughs> takes place in 1944 during events of World War II. The conflict centers on Caldera Islands following the December events of Operation Vulcan, a task force launched to hunt down Axis soldiers and powers whom fled the South Pacific. The task forces assigned this mission are shot down by anti air weaponry, crashing on the island, as well as both separated and stranded. Ultimately, through uh, progressing events, it's discovered that the Nazis had secretly developed a powerful chemical bomb dubbed Nebula V. Storming a Nebula V housing Nazi stronghold within the higher mountain regions, the task force unfortunately fails in stopping the widespread launch of Nebula V bombs in time, resulting in the events of the Nazis awakening Godzilla and unleashing a Titan disaster. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you can just hear the excitement. Like, I mean, how can you not be hyped for that? So, like I said, I've not played Call of Duty since like maybe the second one that came out for Xbox 360, whatever that was called, but yeah, I'm super hyped for this. I hope it's awesome. Certainly could be. Are you going to are you going to check it out since you are the video game boy of this group?
0: Um, I might.
1: Maybe yeah. maybe
0: Depending on how things go, maybe we could do a Let's Play on Twitch yeah. with the two of us or something.
1: <laughs> I barely know what that is, but let's do it. <laughs> it's people watching us play I... the game on Twitch. Don't think we could, because even though we're best friends, we're rival factions.
0: Well, we'll see. We'll see how
1: okay. it goes. Actually, actually, can you even... Because PC Master Race now, so you could, right? That's because there's cross-platform that way just not with xbox and you know playstation yeah. mm-hmm. well that's cool yeah
0: so we'll see maybe that's something we could do that'd be fun fingers crossed It it's like a campaign story driven thing and not that's what like I'm
1: i don't want to deal with other people yeah but uh okay so dc is bringing in supergirl's character dreamer into the dc universe she's gonna appear in Superman: Kal-13. Uh, Nicole, uh, Nicole, not Nicole. Nicole Maines, who played her on *Super role is going to co-author it. Which, again, this is like my same complaint with Kevin Conroy. It's like she gets, she's not a, she's not a writer. She just played the character. And so, I mean, I get since she is transgendered, so she's you know helping, maybe get that part correct, maybe. But it's like Tommy T knows how to write. He, you know, he doesn't need the added help, but whatever. Right. But that's one that people should keep their eyes on as far as, you know, probably getting a key issue. <laughs> right. And then this got announced today, but a website called Zoop is doing a comics for Ukraine anthology comic with all proceeds going to Ukrainian refugees. It's features stories by Kurt Busiak and Brent Anderson. They're, it's from their Astro City um Comic, and then we also get uh John Layman and Rob uh, Gilori doing a Chew, Walt Simonson doing Star Slammers, Stan Sakai doing Usagi Ojimbo, Howard shaken doing a American Flag, Matt Wagner doing Grindel, Mark evaner and Sergio Aragones doing Gru, Jill Thompson doing Scary Godmother, Louise Simonson and June Brigham are doing a new original story, Dave Gibbons and Chris Sprouse doing an original story. The Ferris short story, and Mark Wade and Gabriel Rodriguez doing a brand new story to be determined. There's also like a ton of like additional stuff, a bunch of different hardcover. Like the main cover is gonna be an Alex Ross cover, but then like different tiers, you can get different things. Like Art Adams is doing a cover. All this different stuff. There's um, shop stuff. So if you're like, hey, I want to get these for my shop, they have that too all this stuff i'm probably gonna get it i don't know like any of these things but i'm like mark way doing a fun story plus more chew that's pretty exciting i'm sure that alone was enough for you and that's actually how i first heard about it like because i follow john layman and he posted about it and like he posts his twitter's locked now but he posts like just weird random stuff So I'm like, this is probably BS. Like, he's just making something up. And then, like, he actually posts link. like, oh, wow. It's a real (laughs) thing. (laughs) Right.
0: All right. My last thing is DC is going to have a complete overhaul before the sell-off. They said that they are looking for a Kevin Feige type person to keep everything, quote, more harmonious. So... You know, we've kind of talked about this a little bit before, but now it's like pretty much official. So uh, I don't I don't really have anybody in mind for this role that they want. I just hope that they get the right person. And honestly, it's probably the right move.
1: It's just. Like, I don't know how you can do it and do it well, because they I, they want to keep Like the Black Adam movement going. They want to keep going with the Suicide Squad stuff. It's like, honestly, you need to either just, like, I mean, maybe finish out this crap, and then just maybe focus on, like, the Matt Reeves-verse. Have Matt Reeves just do his universe. Have him be, you know, just be like, here's a wad of cash. Keep your, you know, dark emo stuff, but then, like, come up with ways that Superman can be in there. You don't have, you can just get producer credit and make sure, They stay true to your voice. You know, you pick out your director, blah, blah, blah. But we want it all to be in this universe now because this one's making lots of money. Whereas like Suicide Squad, even though critics liked it, didn't make a lot of money. Partially, you know, probably majority due to the pandemic. And then like Black Adam's going to make money because it's The Rock. But still, it's Black Adam. Suicide Squad and Black Adam, you can't really build a universe around. But if you do a Matt Reeves Batman universe with Superman also in there, you can build around that i think that's i think that's the way to go
0: i really want zachary levi to keep doing shazam he yeah. he deserves a role like that and i want him to have it yeah i agree man but all that's yeah, left I, is Aquaman. like i don't know if, if jason momoa would want to keep going but who knows yeah it's
1: i mean i don't know i think jason momoa just enjoy like even though he seems like he didn't enjoy the the you know, Joss Weed and stuff. It just seems like he he enjoys everything because he's just such a happy seeming guy, right? <laughs> oh, I'd I'd love to be friends with him Same. It's just <laughs> like he's just he's the energy guy. It's like a party's about to die. He comes up. Everyone's like, "Yes,
0: it's jason
1: I know, right? <laughs> like
0: everything he posts, he's just like he's family with everybody. Yeah, and, and I just love that. Um, so yeah, we'll
1: we'll see what comes from that. Hopefully something good i did see though where discovery they have enough enough brain power to be like warner brothers you guys are idiots for not trying to push superman more and they're trying to actually they do want more superman so hopefully they know henry cavill is you know oh, God. still out there <laughs> please please But <laughs> uh, we'll see okay so last bit of news is the round robin three so Moving on, we have Constantine and the Demon Vacation from Hell, uh, written by Frank Allen and artist Nick Varela, Suicide Squad Dark, writers Zach Thompson and artist Gary Brown, Green Lantern, Light at the End of Forever, written by Cy Spurrier and Marco Santucci, and then Superboy, The Man of Tomorrow by Kenny Porter and artist Janoy Lindsay. And so there's some drama with this last one because when Green Lantern beat out um the ghost tour from hell dc was like yeah there's some fake votes so we got rid of them and the person i'll find her name
0: it's t franklin
1: okay t franklin yeah i remember that because when i typed in spill in the tea in our notes like that's actually <laughs> really funny but uh t franklin got very upset about that and she was talking about how they've rigged it how it's not fair and blah 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 and they're you know it's not fair that they're doing it this way and you know all this other stuff and like they work their butts off and it's just like i mean it's not fair that you had to go against the green lantern book when this is like a lot of people are doing like these weird characters and then like sigh just is like nah green lantern you know like that's that is not fair but to talk about the votes and all this other stuff and like it you're you're sounding you know, like you're saying the votes are fixed and all this other stuff. It's like, but that's not how it is. Come on. Right. You know, it's not. And then like on her Twitter, it just made me like kind of go like, man, this person is just the worst. Cause then she's like, I'm disabled and I'm a person of color. It's like, no one's saying you're not. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean this is good. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't like- mean like... like you said man it's
0: it's gl you're not going to beat green lantern with most characters honestly
1: it's like it's like last time getting mad that like the justice league queer i think is what it was called lost to robins in the first round it's like yes a bat book won. they need to do the these round robins better where it's like main like a a list characters aren't involved You know that's how you have to Like,
0: I think you and I both want that too
1: Yeah I think most DC fans do But I don't think DC wants that Because they know that won't sell as well Because like you're not going to You know that that question book isn't going to You know Renee Montoya question Is not going to be bringing in a bunch of people Yeah (laughs) But so you know And then like Cy uh, After T was just you know Throwing her temper tantrum like a child Sai so actually, it was like, I'm not going to talk about, you know, anything about the votes or anything like that, but I will just say at the end of the day, we all got paid for our pitches. All these people got paid. So you can't be that mad. Yeah. And
0: actually I saw some more stuff on T did, were you going to mention this? I don't know. Probably not. Okay. So, I think it was announced yesterday that she's going to be, or er, they, she, they? I thought it was she. I don't know. Okay. She will be writing a new Harley Quinn book for DC now.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to guess if you cry loud enough, you get your way.
0: Right. Um, so T wrote the Harley Quinn animated Eat, Bang, Kill tour book that was like an actual really big hit. Yeah.
1: You liked it. You liked the first issue,
0: right? Yeah. No, it was totally fine. I I just didn't have to like keep up with it. Um, So we don't know if it's going to be like eat bang kill volume two. If she's going to take over the main Harley series, maybe she'll get a black label book. We have no idea. It's just, she will be getting something Harley related. So even if the one didn't work out, she still knew this was going to happen. So, uh, I don't know, but just, it just kind of sours me on everything, you know?
1: Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, just having that type of attitude about something, it's like, it's clear she never played a sport in her life. It's like, I mean, I would love to see her fill out. I, I don't do college basketball stuff, but it's love to see her fill out a bracket for, uh, college basketball and then be really upset when her team loses this isn't fair they scored more points than them yeah t that's uh that's how it works it's like but this one had a bigger number next to the name that was just a one this is a 32 they should have won like no it's the seating one is the best man
0: all right well That brings us to the end of the news. So now we will take our ad break, and we'll be back to talk comics. So we'll be right back. All right, folks, welcome back. If you would like to hear Casey and I talk about some hilarious Star Wars stuff, then uh, go check out our YouTube channel. That's Two Worlds Podcast on YouTube.
1: Yeah, I think you might learn about a new character, probably. Absolutely. I know I did. So... All right, Casey, what comics did you read this week? I'm going to be honest. It was a little bit of a disappointing week for me. I don't know about you. That's too bad. But I read uh, Town Called Terror, number one. Electra, number 100. Noctera, number nine. Farmhand, 16. Kaiju Score, number one. Batman Urban Legends, number 14. Just the question, story. Like, everything else is like part four of six part three of nine you know that type of stuff i'm like i'm not gonna even try uh back Rolls number five and flashpoint beyond zero jake decided you're to welcome read. <laughs> <laughs> and you loved it i mean it wasn't as bad as i thought but it wasn't good what'd you think ah, I, mean, well, that, I mean that was pretty much how i felt yeah. about it too um the art was good
0: it <laughs> yeah it was uh i read norse mythology number three Flashpoint Beyond Zero, Batgirls number five, and Immortal Red Sonia number one. I finally got on the Red Sonia train.
1: Are you uh, staying
0: on or are you going? <laughs> See you. I'm staying on. It was awesome.
1: Nice, dude. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start with A Town Called Terror Number One. This is by Steve Niles and Seisman Kudransky. And this is actually a really good first issue. Like, I don't really know what's going on, but it's, like, enough to intrigue. The art in it is, like, really dark and pretty cool. This dude's living his best life, you know, having marital intercourse with his wife when these people come in and break down the door and kidnap him. And he's just like, ah, oh, guess my dad wants to see me. And, you know, he's very unfazed by it. Like, and then it's just like, oh, well, that's the thing. And his wife doesn't know what the heck's going on, though. And she's just like, people came into our house. Kidnapped my husband, and the cops are like, There's literally no sign of any of this happening. You have security camera footage that shows nothing. You crazy lady, you know? And then it's like, it turns out that the husband's a monster, demon, maybe type of thing. And he was just trying to get away, but he got found. Uh, it's actually pretty interesting. I'm going to hopefully stay on for the next issue, but it's also not like the most grabbing thing I've read. I think it's going to be a slow burn type of story. So yeah, I'm going to give it like a 7.5 out of 10.
0: Okay. Norse mythology. Number three. It's written by Neil Gaiman and P Craig Russell and art by Colleen Duran. So this continues the story of the death of Baldur. Uh, one of the more popular Norse mythology stories for sure. Um, so I, I had known this one for quite a while. It was still cool to see it done in this manner. Um, and it looks like there's going to be one more part because it ends in a weird spot where Loki is just kind of laughing to himself, thinking he got away with it, and that never happens in Norse mythology. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but it was cool. The art's really good. And you just can't go wrong with this type of story. So I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10.
1: Right on, man. Okay, so next up is Electra 100. And this has got a whole, like, the main story is by Ann Nocienti and Sid Koshian on the art. And then we have a bunch of other backup stories. I'm going to see if there's a page that just has that lists them all. Cause I mean, that would make sense, but it's Marvel. So they probably don't have that. But the main story is a Typhoid Mary Electra story. And I'm not the biggest Typhoid Mary fan. And it's like, she gave Electra way too hard of a time. Like, I think it just did, it, like, for a book that's supposed to, like, you know, build up Electra, in my opinion, this kind of did a disservice to her. So it's kind of a letdown that way. We get a bunch of covers then after that. And then it cuts to this other story called The Waltz. And it's by Deca- uh, Declan Shalvi and Stefano Raphael on the art and the art. in this one's really good. It's just Electra and Matt preparing for a dance. And they show up on top of a mat- uh, building and then they just start like fight dancing. And, you know, it's like really close. And then she stabs them and then she's like, you know, better, need more practice and he kind of, you know, smiles and it's like, oh so cute. They're they're both so loving, but they also are psychopaths. Then we get a Mini Marvels by uh, Chris Giorusso. and Mini Marvels is great period. And this one's just as, you know, just as great, but I wouldn't say it's worth the whole you know $4.99 of this issue, but it's probably the best part. Because <laughs> yeah, you have Electra with like joining the uh, temporary del- uh, daredevil group or the daredevils or Dare Doubles is what it's called. And so it's got Black Panther, Spider-Man and Iron Fist. And then Bullseye's like, I'm in the team too. And then they're like, no, you're not. And, you know, cause they didn't, but he's a bad guy. And so then Electra, you know, he's like, oh, he's like, you should call yourself the daredevil. He's like, why not? Just because I'm a psychotic villain. You should call yourselves the Daredevil Standards. And she's like, sounds <laughs> like you're you're the real victim here, Bullseye. She's like, Finally somebody gets it. Then Black Panther's like, How? And then Spider-Man's like, of oh, what is Bullseye the victim, Electra? And then Iron Fist's like, yeah, Electra of what? Slip and fall accent? And he's like, huh? And she pushes him off the building. <laughs> and they're like, Great, dare doubling Electra. Can she be our leader? <laughs> that's that's just wonderful. That's awesome. then, we, then we get uh you know, some, like, ninja super stories featuring fantastic reader Richards. And, you know, that one's kind of okay. And then you get uh, some Maddie and Stick, which is Calvin and Hobbes. And then you get, like, a dagger, which is, I think, like a Gru ripoff type of thing. And that's about it. And it's, like I said, perfectly fine. The best part was that Chris Drew so part, But otherwise, it's really just very much a pass like i would not recommend this to electro fan because it's like yeah going toe toe with typhoid mary for a whole issue is not something that i had too much fun with so yeah it's probably like a four for me
0: and also like you said no frank miller
1: yeah that was that's still just the weirdest dang thing like at least have a have a nice little page where it's him talks about her you Yeah, know, just like one little page that's all for you sure. needed all right I'll get into Nocturne because I have a little bit more than you. Okay. Okay. So this is Scott Snyder and Tony Ostaniel. Pretty awesome action scenes in this. You know, Blacktop Bill is crazy. The They're fighting a bunch of monsters. Stuff is like, stuff is really cool. The action scenes are really cool. It, there's a little bit too much um, just them talking back and forth, especially when you're trying to fight. It takes you really out of it whenever people are like having full-length like pages of dialogue story you know dialogue when they're you know fighting for their lives for monsters it's like i don't think you guys would do that that seems pretty off but what do i know but it's still pretty enjoyable this book is pretty solid uh blacktop bill is just such a cool i guess he's a i'm gonna still say he's a villain Uh, i mean he had a bunch of little kid monsters in the back of his truck he's a villain but he's a he's a really cool one. So I'm gonna yeah, I'm probably probably at a eight for that. Okay.
0: All right. So next for me is Immortal Red Sonia number one. And this is written by Dan Abnett, and the art is by Alessandro Miracolo. And I wanna point out uh the cover by DNA. That's awesome. She might have
1: a fatter butt than even Nightwing. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we've never seen Nightwing in shorts like that, though. True. <laughs> now we need to. I know. <laughs> um,
0: so, yeah, at first I was like, why'd they give her this new look? Where's the bikini? Why is she wearing this chainmail shirt? And it turns out it's part of the story. So mm-hmm. she's riding along and she stops at this old man's house and uh he gives her food and shelter and stuff he's like all in exchange for your story so she tells it and uh turns out that she was just collecting treasure uh in a certain spot and found this cool uh scale shirt and put it on but it was cursed and now she can't take it off until she breaks the curse and that is to uh, basically like bring back the king that it belongs to um, so he can get resurrected, which I thought was pretty neat. Um, It shows her like trying to take it off and it's just stuck to her skin and it like tears her skin, makes her bleed. So uh, it was pretty neat. Um, But anyway, it turns out spoiler alert that the old man is actually like a big old goblin whose job it is, is to keep this uh scale shirt out of the kingdom because he's like right on the border so there's this big fight between sonia and the goblin and uh second spoiler sonia wins because she's awesome and then uh, she hops on the horse and keeps going down the the path and then we see who i assume she'll be fighting very very soon which is just a crazy cool looking armored dude on top of an armored horse so this book was cool there was magic there's sword fighting there's a big fight with a gigantic orc uh cursed armor i mean red you know, you know me casey I mean, yeah. this is everything i want so yeah. it was it was freaking awesome i want to give it a 10 out of 10 this is like i don't want to say the best thing i've read i've read from dan because you know since justice league odyssey because that was the last thing i read of his but it's like it's up there with that. Like it's so good.
1: Yeah, when you said when you said Dan Abnett, I was a little worried because I I had the the uh, assumption that he could only write um space stuff because Nova was really good and then just the Odyssey was really good, but then like Hercules was not good. So I was like, Hope it's good for you, bud. But I'm glad it was.
0: Yeah, thankfully he's not trying to like reinvent Sonya here. He's yeah. just like writing her as she should be so yeah. very cool cannot wait for more
1: right on man and so, I, we've talked about this before but it's like Sonia is one of those characters where I'm like how have you not gotten into her sooner because it's just like it's everything you want in like a normal comic and then you also add in like a red-headed woman which is also everything you want so <laughs> <laughs> I know man like I
0: said the, the last time was just they brought her to modern times and I can't yeah. do that so thankfully this was not that
1: right on man Okay, so next up, it's Farmhand, and this is by Rob Guillory, and yeah, this was good. I mean, like, it's crazy. This has had a two-year hiatus. It's still pretty solid, though. It's been two years? Yeah, I didn't know that either until I read that back, and he's like, a two-year hiatus was not in my plans. I'm like, wow. I didn't think it was that long. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, that's the main downside. It's the same problem I had when Saga came back. It's like, if you're going to take that long of a hiatus, you really kind of need to, you know, like hearken back to some of these things. And he does a better job than Saga did, but still it wasn't, you know, great. Cause like so much crap happened and those, you know, issues before this, but it's still pretty, it's still pretty good. It's still, like, it was kind of a letdown, but it's still good. I'm going to give it a seven out of 10. I would nice. still recommend. I'd still recommend it to people, and I'm I'm excited to read this all when it's collected. And next time I'm at a con that Rob's at, I am gonna buy a Farmhand shirt because I think they're super cool. But something I, that I, I'm
0: glad that he got to keep going with it after that long.
1: Yeah, and you know, I mean, there was talks at a time of like it getting auctioned off for like show stuff. So I hope that still happens too, because I think it could make a. A wicked cool show, bro. But right. um, next up is Kaiju Score by James Patrick and Rembru. Kaiju Score is Steal from the Gods number one. And I loved the first thing of Kaiju Score. And I'm hoping to love this series, but this issue sucked. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like just, dude. It's so much like the main girl from the last one being like we're doing, I'm not doing any big jobs ever again, I'm doing these little jobs where I make money, and I'm staying safe, I'm not doing too much, but this is a wild west out there, and like that's kind of like the the concept over and over again and like this guy comes through like, hey, I got a big job and then she's like, I'm not doing big jobs my gardener's got a gun on you so you can't even force me to do this big job, because I planned ahead, and he's like oh, okay, bye, and then someone tries to kill her and then she's like, guess what, I'm doing a big job doing this big job because i need the money it's a wild west out there <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah the art's pretty good in it but yeah it's just kind of I'm just like oh boy i hope maybe this gets maybe, maybe it'll get a lot better come uh, the story actually happening yeah like this is just I, like that's what i'm hoping because like it really just very much seemed like we need to come up with a way to bring them back into this so i'm hoping hoping it gets better but right now i'm at like a two out of ten it's, wow, it was rough. <laughs> Worst book uh, of the week, yeah. Okay, so uh, I mean, I'm gonna like this one, I'm not gonna give a proper rating to, I'm just gonna rate the question story because, like I said, I didn't read any other ones, but this is by um Ryan Caddy and Giuseppe Camancoli on the art. Uh, at first, off, I was want to talk about. How they do this in here. The incident report by Ryan Caddy, Crime Scene Photography by Giuseppe Chemicali and Cam Smith. I'm like, that's pretty awesome. That is cool. But yeah, so question Batman are teaming up to figure out the spending that's going on you know, Wayne Enterprises and you know, questions like Bruce isn't good. Like you know, he keeps saying that, and like Batman's like, I can trust him, trust you can trust him. And you know, Vic's like, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think so, you know. And then, like, finally, Bruce... And also, first off, we get the blue Batman. That's the best Batman. That's... Totally agree. That's just the best design. But he then finally, like, unmasks himself. And he's like, like, because, Vic, I am Bruce Wayne. Because I like to think his voice changes when he goes to Bruce Wayne. And, you know, Vic's like, oh, checks out. And then they do this whole thing. They They do the team up. They beat them all up. And then... Batman's like but next time you decide to work a case in Gotham leave Bruce Wayne out of it and then Vic's like <laughs> dude you have to stop <laughs> I think people enjoy it in the comment section <laughs> tell us if you like my Batman impression and I'll keep doing it but Vic goes I was wrong about Wayne alright not an ulterior motive to be seen but I had to do my due diligence and it cuts to his like notepad and it says in black batman is bruce wayne it took a conspiracy theory to prove it and then he puts underneath it and he can be trusted but batman really is exactly who he seems to be i'm like that's awesome that i cool. love like, i love that so,
0: so is yeah, it that, just a one
1: and done yeah that's the only downside but it's like i would read a million more books like if that guy made my question series of like yeah this is Vic, this is renee they both like punching guys and kissing ladies. You know, like if he made that book, I'd be all about it. Yeah. But yeah, so like that, I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. The rest of it, whatever. I don't know. Like I was actually kind of excited because I was like, oh, Satana book, you know. And then I was like, oh, this is four of ten, four of seven or whatever. I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. And then there's like Ace the Bat Hound, issue eight of 2000. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why is there so many? But okay, man, you just want to do. We're probably going to end on this thing, right? Since it's. If you want. I mean, it's the big book where Batgirls is like the plucky underdog that's better.
0: (laughs) Right. Okay, so Batgirls number five, it's by Becky Clunan, Michael W. Conrad, and Jorge Corona on the art, uh, with Sarah Stern on colors. Um, I I personally like this. It was cool to see, uh, all of the the Batgirls doing stuff. The only kind of beef I had was that, uh, they built up these villains, and then Barbara comes in and she's just like, wham, bams. You know, thank you, ma'am. Takes care of the whole thing.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I kinda, but it's also at the same time, it's like. It's those three guys, and then it was like Barbara, Steph, and Cass all team up, and they're also using tech, so Barbara can, you know, can stop them and stuff. And it's like, I thought it was kind of neat where it's just like, oh, yeah, this is how good three back girls are. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I loved
1: it. It, it, yeah. it just
0: kind of seemed like a, a quick fight is all.
1: Yeah, that, well, that's been the whole issue for me with this book where it's like they're trying to do too much Per issue, like I think these guys could have been one thing themselves, and then like this other stuff going on could have been its other thing all in itself. Mm-hmm. That's the main downside to this book. But this issue, I had so much fun reading, and like um, this art, like the way they draw. Uh, like, I I'm normally kind of like critical of it, but Babs looks so good in this mm-hmm. art, like as Batgirl, like when she comes out on the motorbike, looks awesome. Yeah so yeah like it was and just, also it was
0: a, but uh no sorry finish your thought know, it was just
1: a lot of fun the way it was written the way it was drawn i'm i'm enjoying it and i even enjoy the little like the way they do their their it's not in their monologues but like the the narrator's talking i thought that mm-hmm. i think that's fun too
0: i love that after they take fido that he like gives facial expressions and talks in leet speech. I think that's hilarious and awesome. Yeah. Like I smiled every time I was reading <laughs> him, you know, saying something. So really glad that they did that. Um, and then also we're we're really starting to get to spellbinder at the end, which I'm looking forward to what all he's gonna do against the Batgirls because he sure does look pretty cool.
1: He looks awesome.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I really like this, though. I'm, I'm at, like, a, an 8.5, I think.
1: That's actually exactly what I was thinking, too. So, because there's, there's little things, like we've said, that are, like, kind of gripes, but it, it is just a really good time. And,
0: and this, like, this is always this solid. Like, yeah, it, it doesn't go up and down like some other titles that we yeah. read.
1: Like, hopefully Kaiju scores only up from here. I'll say that. Right. <laughs> All right, so Flashpoint Beyond, and this is by Jeff Johns and uh, who was the artist? Eduardo um, Risso. Yeah, Eduardo Risso. Art is very nice. The story just seemed pretty pointless. What do you think of it, though, man?
0: Yeah, if I were smart, I'd have reread Flashpoint, but then I thought I don't want to reread Flashpoint, so uh, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't think I don't think it was a bad book. I just read it and thought, okay. the only thing that did just bug the crap out of me. Is. The part with Barry, right? Barry gets electrocuted. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Um, Because Thomas Wayne is trying to redo this whole experiment, flash experiment thing. But then Thomas truly believes that this assassin guy is to blame and not himself. Thomas because, killed
1: him. Well, he sort of did, but sort of didn't, because he had Dude. every he had everything set up just like last time to give Barry his powers back. Okay. But it didn't work. Because they, the guy shot the things before it It's still
0: he was only in that situation because Thomas put him there. That's true. But
1: at the same time Thomas is a crazy person. I agree. It just <laughs> bothers me. <laughs> my thing that bothers me is it like it it very much seems like Bruce Wayne recreated the Flashpoint universe for his daddy. That's what it seems like they're getting at. And it's like this can cause all sorts of problems and Bruce is just basically like, I don't care. I love my dad. <laughs> and it's just like you're not even around him. And it's like, that's so out of character. And it's like one of those things where, like, Jeff Johns writing Batman is a lot like me doing my Batman voice. No one (laughs) wants it. And it's not any good. (laughs) But we do it anyway.
0: (laughs) Right. Dude, it goes back to what I complain about all the time. If Jeff is in this high position, we're just going to get force fed more fucking Flashpoint over and over and over again. We don't need it. No, I agree. But, well, you know, I thought, I thought, yeah, it's kind of a light week. I'll just throw it in and we'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe it'll be good. And, you know, it wasn't. But Eduardo and... Risso though, good artist.
1: Yeah. Art's great. Um, I just I just think the fact that, like, I don't know, they could have done things a lot better. And I like that they're still trying to, like, Justify the nonsense, the, the nonsense of Tom King's Batman run of being like, nah, it's Thomas Wayne from Flashpoint universe that wants to stop Bruce from being Batman. And like, they're at least trying to like make that make sense. Cause that came out of left field when I was reading it. It never made any sense to me. If you're listening to this and you're like, actually, Casey, it made a lot of sense because Tom King was in the CIA. And then, you know, they, then you break it down from there and they're like, oh, there you go. Sorry, I missed those important details, <laughs> but it really just made zero sense to me that whole time where it's like, nah, Bane wasn't the bad guy. He was actually naked wrestling Thomas Wayne and you know, <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, well, what would you rate it?
1: Uh Probably like I'm going to say like a 4.5. I didn't have high expectations. I was expecting a probably like a two (laughs) so like it's it's better than i expected the art's really good but it still was just kind of like the most pointless book i've read in a while yeah and these are comic books they're all pointless so you know (laughs) (laughs) uh i'll probably give it like a five it was just like right in the middle yeah well what are you excited about next week man
0: oh for me I'm going to say Batman the Night, as well as uh, World's Finest, number two. And then it's been a long time. It's been a while since we had a We Don't Kill Spiders. So I'm going to say We Don't Kill Spiders. So I'm
1: going to go the finale of Blue and Gold, Catwoman, Lonely City, and then a little bit of Hulk in there because I don't want too much DC. Right on. All right. And since, you know, we got two pretty hyped up trailers this week. So it's got me thinking. Just, you know, let's just make up movies and like what would be four trailers for comic book movies that you made up that you'd want to see? And what would you want in them outside of Dick Grayson's dump truck? Butt? <laughs> uh I would want.
0: Like and, and this is assuming it would be good yeah right i would want the Ballad of beta ray bill um because i had to give a good thor story after watching the trailer today (laughs) also you know i i think it'd be cool to do like an under the red hood live action yeah i think it for the, the the average Joes watching, it would be like Winter Soldier where they don't know it's Jason Todd, and when that's
1: revealed, it would be like an exciting thing. You know, I was thinking the other day, and this isn't to interrupt and make things last longer, but how cool would it be if like if we I mean, since it's like movie the movie first, if like the max Matt Reeves Batman, we got Dick Grayson. And the next one after that, we just got Jason Todd because it's like, oh, it's been X amount of years jason todd dick is now nightwing you know like that type of thing we just did that every single movie until we got you know as many robins as you know he has now
0: i would love that because i mean if you think about it movie takes like if they if they jump right into working on the next one be like two
1: years right
0: yeah i mean at that point we're talking like a decade of robert pattinson being batman they need to do stuff that fast
1: yeah that's what i was thinking and then like then oh yeah we get Dick Grayson, now we can do a Nightwing spin off with him in Bloodhaven. Right. Open up his cake shop with Catwoman.
0: <laughs> and speaking of stuff like that, I do, I, it's criminal that we haven't had a proper Robin yet in these movies. Like, I want, give us um, like Robin, Chris
1: O'Donnell, something. sir.
0: I, I said proper. And I said Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> Uh so Robin Year One by Chuck Dixon, and uh, I think Scott Beatty was the artist. Uh, but yeah, that. Uh, and I'll I'll try to give out. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Northlanders, which was one of my favorite Vertigo books, or or like Sandman Mystery Theater would be dope. Uh, just yeah. something like that, like a a cool crime noir. Yeah. What about you?
1: uh i'll just try to i'm gonna i'm trying to think of like some marvel stuff just to even out because we did a lot of dc talk in there um because well, we like them more <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean like i think if i had complete creative control and kept away from anyone else seeing it but me nova would be just super cool get a nice nova trailer and i always love trailers where like it ends with the big reveal so like it could be like a big Garden of the galaxy type movie and then it's just like they're about to die and then like nova you know stops him and they're like who are you and he's like i'm the last member of the nova Corps," and then they you know that that type of thing would be pretty yeah. sweet agree. and and then like i really think a kyle rayner parallax so, like a lot of people hate parallax but i've Friggin' love it because I was like at the right age when that happened for me to go this is super cool so I think that would be really cool and I think death of Superman and the uh, um, reign of the Superman would be an amazing thing done in like you know a two movie span to three movie span not just rushed like it was in the you know these other movies but I think that would be super cool you know and like if the trailer it had doomsday and then also like it would end with like just because like you know it had to show superman's death so everyone knows superman dies and then it would end with like the cyborg superman holding the flag in the trailer like how cool would that be
0: it'd be so cool <laughs> and then
1: uh, try and think of like another then let, let's just go the all, all the way out there I'll, I'll be super crazy be having a trailer be showing some superman over here some hulk over here some Batman here, some Captain America here, and then they just all start fighting and it it ends with DC versus
0: Marvel. Dude, (laughs) It would shatter every movie record ever established. Right? And be awesome. Cool. Well, hey, uh, that brings us to the end of the episode, folks. So, if you would, please go to facebook.com slash two world's podcast and give the page a like. You can also follow us on Twitter at two underscore worlds underscore PC and on Instagram at two worlds pod. You can email us at two worlds podcast at gmail.com. And if you would please find us on YouTube at two worlds podcast and subscribe to the channel. Maybe let us know what movie you want to see happen.
1: Yeah. Or if my Batman voice is
0: good (laughs) or that. (laughs) all right guys well we'd love to stay in chat but uh casey has to go crush me every chance he gets and we'll see you next time bye guys bye